we're just going to talk about the news today, Nick. Oh my gosh. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. We were talking about the news. We were. And then we were like... We yeah, should, we decided yeah. we should not talk yeah. about that on the, the podcast. Yeah. That won't be in our bookmark. None of it's good or happy. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. boy. Oh, I'm Eric. I'm Nick. Yeah. And we had a fun-filled weekend. We had an yes. all, the, all the books field trip. So it, it was for all the books? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, we... Uh, Coming we, up, our we, interview we with to, Mickey Dolan. That's right. We went to Ohio over the weekend and we saw half of the monkeys. Yeah. So pretty exciting times. Yeah. Now you're you're not a big monkeys fan. I knew two or three of yeah, the songs. You knew they a couple played. of the songs. Yeah. yeah you were disappointed the they didn't do Hey Hey We're the Monkeys. Yeah, that's crazy to me. <laughs> you think that's how they would start every show. Yeah. Oh, well, we but, saw Mickey like ten years ago and he came out to that like just an instrumental. Yeah. But he never sang it. Big so. mistake. These people are coming to your show fifty years after your yeah. your golden period. You can uh least you can do is sing Hey Hey We're the Monkeys. Yeah. So everybody else is tagging yeah. the pictures and videos as, hey, 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 hey we're the monkeys. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm at the monkeys. Yeah. Just just own it. I know. I'm sorry. So, so we went to uh, Cleveland Heights to Kane Park, where I'd never uh-huh. been before. Yeah. And we saw the uh, monkeys present the Mike and Mickey show. Yep. I loved it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you enjoy the concert, even though you're not a huge monkeys fan? Yeah, I enjoyed the That's concert. Good. It was good stuff. I mean, I love all of the monkey music. Uh-huh. I, I made a, an expansive two CD uh, mixtape. Well, had I know I only one, your word only for it. one burnt, but it had yeah. songs from every single Monkeys album. So nice. hey, speaking of, do you yeah. have my blank CDs in this office right yeah, now? Yeah, they're right there on my Give desk. Give them back. I will. Those are mixed CDs oh, waiting to happen. They are. Yeah. Until I well, now I have uh, two copies of Volume Two of my Monkey Mix. If if you that wanna... was Volume Two, we yeah, listened to. If you want to keep one, yeah. The first one started with Hey Hey We're the Monkeys, so you get off oh, my back. Jeez. Uh, in our collection, we have some of the more recent Monkey output. We have Good Times, which came out in uh, 2016 yeah. as the 50th anniversary. And we have The Monkeys Forever, which is a greatest hits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's where they he teams up with Chris O'Donnell. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a greatest hits that goes uh, from, yeah. from beginning to end of the Monkeys career. Yeah. Well, maybe the end's not here. Maybe, maybe yeah. there's more. Maybe there's yeah. going to be a 60th. The Monkeys and Robin basically destroyed their career for about eight pretty years much. after. It was pretty yeah, rough. Until it they rebooted with Good Times. Yeah. <laughs> People still check out our CDs? I think they do. I just added a whole bunch, yeah, so I hope seems so. Like, seems like they get a decent amount of circulation. I just so. checked out one. If we're inspiring you to rediscover the monkeys, mm-hmm. and you should, yeah. we've got a couple of options here for um, you that are pretty solid. We, I just checked out a brand new CD we got. Really? Shaggy and Sting. Yeah, I don't... I don't understand why you're having no reaction to this. I, Shaggy, I mean, I don't really care about Sting, but I at least know who Sting is. Right. Shaggy, I don't know what that is. Ugh. Listen... We're about the same age. So okay. I want everyone listening to know that Nick and I are about the same age. About so he's not age. old. Wow, I look great compared to Oh, you, geez. You know? For a second, I was yeah. like, thank you? Yeah. <laughs> it took me. Uh, so I don't understand how he doesn't know this either. But yeah, it's Sting and Shaggy's 44 slash 876 album. Yeah. I've listened to it. A, no, different Shaggy. Oh. How do you not know, uh, girl, you're my angel? I, I don't know. Hmm. Sorry. It wasn't me. Is that Did the monkeys ever... Well, then I don't. Okay, I don't know. Well, I checked it out, so we're going to be listening to that album. On so the there's car at ride least home. at least one checkout. That's great. I guess Sting we did. We did add a whole new batch of CDs though. We had some Pink Floyd in there, some Jimmy yeah. Buffett. Yeah, a lot of Jimmy. I didn't buy what any else? Jimmy Buffett, so I don't what know else? where this. Some came of those from. were donations from Keith forever ago. Album. Keith Urban. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we got some other stuff. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Yeah, the CDs check out. I mean, obviously less so than they did ten years ago. Sure. And even more than that, but yeah. uh, they're. They still have their defenders. You're right. So you being one of them, you're a CD man. I feel like you feel about CDs mm-hmm. the way I feel about vinyl. Yes, 
but it's also kind of out of necessity. Okay. Because I just don't have an aux port in my car. Right. So I'm like, CDs are the only way for me because yeah. they literally are. They're the only way. Uh, as I told, I gave somebody a ride to an airport recently. Yeah. And he saw my big CD book. He's like, are those all CDs? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like how people collect vinyls, except it's not as retro and cool. Right. It's more an inconvenience and damaging. But and, practical. Yeah. You just pop a CD in. That's true. Yeah. I can't pop a vinyl in my car. You're right. You shouldn't. Have you we shouldn't. talked about they that? They would skip. They would yeah. skip big time. People never listen to vinyls in the car. No, but there were eight tracks. You had eight tracks in the mm. cars for a yeah. while. All right. Would so, you want I never car? really got big into eight tracks. I had some eight tracks, but I never... If uh, Exhibit was back pimping people's rides on hmm. MTV's Pimp My Ride, yeah. or was that a VH... It doesn't matter what channel's yeah. on. It's, it's back. And he, he was going to pimp your ride. No. You wouldn't want. He's like, all right, I put a. Uh, I mean, you can't leave a record player in you there. You can't leave records in the heat. Uh, you're yeah. like pulling them out of a sleeve and uh-huh. dropping a needle while you're going 70 miles per yeah. hour down the. No, no. What if thank it's a cooler? You. What if he keeps them in a cooler? If it's a cooler <laughs> and he rides with you and all the time changes the record. Okay, <laughs> yeah. sure. All right, sure. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah. I never. You never watched Pimp My Ride either, did no, you? No, I didn't. All right, I'm no, gonna. I'm talking about Pimp My Ride and Shaggy. Do so we have I'm that? Do we old. have that on DVD? Pimp My Ride? Yeah, oh, my gosh. It. I'll check that you out. You vamp while I look up <laughs> if Pimp My Ride is available okay. on DVD. All right. Well, we're moving into our bookmark segment where we tell you some of the things that we've read and some things that you may or may not like. Six seasons. On DVD. No, just in general. No, just existed. Okay. So here are some of the things that I read over the long weekend. Uh, I read Brit Volume 2. So this is a, uh, a graphic novel that we have in our collection. We have, I think there's maybe only two volumes, and we have them both. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good quasi-superhero kind of stuff. Superhero government agent sort of. Um, it blends later with the uh, Invincible world, Robert Kirkman's oh, long-running sure. superhero series, which has ended, which has since ended. So <laughs> I read that. For you non-graphic novel fans, um, I read Alexander McCall Smith's Tears of the Giraffe, book two of the number one ladies detective agency. I had started that last week, and it was pretty good. You know, I often find with these that the mystery element of like the first time I read one for the page turners book club. Right. I was like, well, that was hardly a mystery. And now that I'm more familiar with his writing and the style, I find the mysteries kind of get in the way. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like there's, li- you know, like the, her, her assistant slash partner was working on a little like side mystery. And I was kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. But let's talk about them getting married and right. Adopting these kids and stuff. So it was, I, I've switched. My perspective has switched. Okay. So now I'm like, let's get through the mystery. Right. So we can, uh, so you'd, plot, you'd want but. to just, read about nancy drew's like high school life just like is she uh, gonna finish this report i mean these, these are like people like grown adults living in botswana right but okay <laughs> that's more interesting to me than you know teen girls doing reports but okay you know uh see i would recommend it i mean if, you, if you're not familiar with the series um it's a lot i mean a lot is sold on the charm of the series and that's definitely it's it's strength but the characters are good uh it's very it has a very specific style, and it is true to it and sticks with it uh, and manages to stay interesting. So I've read some of the later books, and now I'm kind of going back and uh, reading the ones that I missed uh, going through in order. So right. Again, that's the number one Ladies Detective Agency by Alexander McCall Smith, okay. who was here at the David A. Howe Public Library not two yeah. years ago. Was it two years? Wow. Pretty good times. Yeah, last year was Naomi Shehab Nye, so it was before that, 2016. Uh, oh, Naomi. And if you want to hear all about our Alexander McCall Smith recap, we have a special episode about that uh, in the All the Books archives, which you can find at soundcloud.com slash all the books. That's our archive. I know. That's like I, a library. You're right. A podcast. A podcast library. Of the library. Of the library. Yeah. That's, so. in, that's some Inception level stuff. Yeah. You're, you're really going. Speaking of Inception. Yes. All seasons of Pimp My Ride on DVD. First season, $11. Wow. So 
coming to a library near you. I maybe maybe at least once yeah. to see how it goes. Yeah, see how it goes. Yeah, uh, I'm currently reading. You'll love it. You know, this is one of those times where I'm so ahead in the book club that it's really nice. I've just had this freedom. Usually, I'm like, no, stop! I have to read this book club right. book. And this time, I knocked them out almost too long ago. Like mm. we're talking about News of the World by Paul at Giles this week. I don't remember that book. More like old news I don't of the remember world. That book. I don't remember it at all. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing that. And Basket Case. I feel like I read Carl Heisen's Basket Case forever ago. But Carl Heisen wrote Big Trouble. And Hoot. Yeah. He's got some oh, like junior yes. novels. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so I'm so far ahead in the book club. Yeah. I've just been like free to just So you finished do Basket my thing. Case. So I did. So now you do have the time yeah. to listen to me whine. I, I don't even know. have to ask is you. This, uh, it's, it's Basket Case by Green Day. By Green Day. Okay. Oh, I can't wait until we're done mentioning Basket Case. I can't. <laughs> I, if I would have remembered that that was going to happen, I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> I wouldn't have said it. How do it. you forget? I'm, I started a book that I picked up at the Wide Awake Club, our, our uh, library friends over in Fillmore are doing a book sale. Hello. And I picked up Bare Bones by Kathy Reichs from their book sale. Oh, yeah. So this is, if you're familiar, probably you're more familiar with the Fox TV show Bones, which ran forever. Is that the one with House? Nope. That's called House. Okay. This is the one with uh, Angel from Angel. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, not Zoe Deschanel, but the other, Emily Deschanel. Anyway, if you're familiar with the Bones show, this these novels are the inspiration for that, and the main character in both is Temperance Brennan, mm-hmm. but they could not be more different. It's yeah. a name only. They're both, they have the same name. They're forensic anthropologists. Mm-hmm. Everything else is drastically different. Bones in the book eats the bones and regains <laughs> yeah, the memories of it. the corpses. So if you like the show, uh-huh. I think you probably would like the books, but do not go in thinking that they're one and the right. same because they're... Because it's quirky, right? She's like a quirky character in the show. Yeah, the, the books are much more like there's no... Um, the Booth character from the show is not part of the books it's just kind of her doing her own thing but that's angel she's i know from the she's, simpsons she's temperance brennan in the book splits her time between north carolina uh-huh. and canada there's huh. kind of like half sure. there half there uh, yeah. doing forensic anthropology which yeah. is very specialized of course um so i've read we did one of these for the patroners book club and then i read one just for fun and i saw this at the wide awake club and thought i'm gonna do it so that's what i'm currently reading and i'm enjoying it so far it's been such a busy weekend though i've been reading like two pages at a time so it's going very slowly, mm. but I'm a fan, so that's okay. it for me. What about right. you? What have you been reading? Uh, I've been reading know. 10 seasons of Bones. The TV show? No, I haven't watched any Bones. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it a lot. So You've watched it a lot? No, I haven't. Do we even uh, have that in our collection? Bone? Oh, my gosh, do we? I, th- I think we do, because people, people request yeah. it all the when time. When I first got here, I didn't order the f- the latest season yes. of Bones yep. right away, Yeah, and... I, it was right in the suggestion box, like the week after the DVD came yeah. out. And the uh, we have in our suggestion box, there's, you know, what you want, yeah. who you are. Uh, and then there's like a reason why the library should get it. And yeah. it just wrote, read, it's bones. <laughs> I mean, it should it could have just gone on like, it's bones, That's you hilarious. freaking idiot. That's hilarious. So. Yes, it looks like we have all, all 12 seasons of Bones yeah. here at the David A. Howe Public Library. Yeah, I'm not, never making that mistake yeah. again. Whoever that person was, yeah. stop graffitiing my car. Yeah, really. I know it's he Bones. Did. He I made a mistake. It. We all make mistakes. Yep. So, so yeah. You know who you need? Hmm? Johnny Hornet. You need him on the case. <laughs> Trying to, try to track this yeah. uh, graffiti. Oh, what's that word? Graf- graffiti or what is that word? Graffiti artist? All the books listeners, please tell me. Isn't it just graffiti the artist? The form of that. I think there's a word, but could be graffiti artist okay yeah um well i'm just i i finished jurassic park 
Oh, yes. Oh, which we already talked about. I had started The Lost World. Yeah. So I finished The Lost World. Oh, okay. And? And, yeah, life found a way a second time. Well, that's that's certainly a shock. You know what? Before you get into that too much, I'm going to tell the folks at home what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, This is going to be our our, soapbox episode. This is our soapbox uh, soapbox meeting. You stand on a soapbox and spout your claims. So... We've each got we've each got some passions, and a little later we're mm-hmm. gonna take some turns stepping up on that yep. uh, soapbox. It's Jurassic Park's seventy sixth birthday. Oh, really? Yep. Weird, because mine is Paul McCartney, and today when we're recording is his seventy sixth birthday. Right. He has a new movie coming out this so weekend. That's a weird. You know Paul what? Paul McCartney, Fallen Kingdom. You know what I think's happening? I think you read the notes for the uh-huh. podcast, and you're confusing them. You're confusing Paul them. McCartney World, Fallen Kingdom. Yes, that's it. That's what happens. Ringo gets out of his cage. Jurassic Ram. Ringo gets out of his cage. <laughs> oh, no. Chases Clint Howard all around. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. You don't. You scary. you you kept wondering if you could yeah. trap Ringo in a cage, yeah. but you didn't ask yourself if you, you should. Never asked yourself yeah. that question. Yeah. Nope. So Newman from Seinfeld yeah. just <laughs> let him out. Yep. Bad news. Yep. He did. Ringo's put his put his drumsticks in a barbasol can. Yep. But <laughs> yeah. so that's what we're going to be talking about later. So go ahead and give us just a quick. <laughs> If Ringo was tapping on your uh, car window, yeah. do you think that would be as scary as a T-Rex bat breaking through the window? No, he seems pretty jolly. You think so? I think so. But why would Ringo have to tap on your car window? I guess that's true. He's I guess Ringo that's star. true. You're right. He, well, he maybe, sh- maybe he broke down or yeah. maybe he's a fan of the show. Do I you have cell service here? Yeah, could be. <laughs> All right. Could be. All right. So give us, <laughs> give us a little taste of your feelings on The Lost World, the book, and we'll talk a little bit more later. Uh, it's very different. What I find interesting yes. is when I was reading Jurassic Park. Different from the movie, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the book. Oh. The first book. Oh, I see. Okay. Lost World is very different from the first Jurassic Park book. What I found interesting is when I was reading, rereading Jurassic Park... All the scenes that came up, like, oh, yeah, this is this scene, and this is this scene. Like, I remember almost all the scenes in the first book vividly. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, how they're written. I remember the lines and everything and all the scenes. Um, and I'm reading Lost World, and, like, there's just stuff that I was like, oh, I don't remember these characters. Yeah. I mean, I remember them vaguely, but I didn't remember their name. I couldn't remember how certain characters died. Some of them, I'm like, does this guy make it out again? Yeah. Um, and so that's interesting to me, I guess. That, like, I remember even just the conversations, like, oh, Hammond used to keep a micro-elephant the size of a mouse. And right. All these, That's like... such a goofy thing. Yeah. So, I remember, like, I all those little, that. like, comments and asides. Yeah. And I couldn't remember, like, huge scenes oh, in right. The Lost World. So, I think because The Lost World, at a certain point, just becomes an action book. Yeah. Like, nonstop. Right. Um, and it becomes an action book almost... Uh, by acts like not anything the characters do it just happens mm. like the it the velociraptors start attacking because they notice the high hide yeah. it's not because like the power went out or anything um and the t-rex like attack happens and then right there is the raptor attack so it just kind of like goes from zero to 80 very fast and then mm-hmm. it doesn't slow down so i think i remember like oh yeah the second jurassic park book it's all action I wonder if uh, the tiny elephant. I wonder mm-hmm. if that was any kind of like a nod to Gulliver's Travels. Because I don't remember know. Gulliver. Gulliver keeps some of the little tiny animals mm. when he's in like little with the Lilliputians, right? Those little ones. I, I've never read or uh, seen. Oh, okay, well, I, anyway, the Jack it's Black just, movie. It's such a <laughs> right. It's just such a. It's yeah. similar, you know. Yeah. But anyway, all right. So more for, more about Jurassic Park later. Any graphics? Uh, no, I was just the Lost yeah. World, and oh, okay. then the monkeys and the Eerie Zoo. The Eerie Zoo, yeah, I saw I, that. I, I, my hand 
pressed against the glass of a tiger of a pressing tiger. up against the glass. Yeah. And I think at that moment, me and the tiger understood each other. Yeah. I still don't think we should have let it out. That's the only thing. Yeah. Well, but you know you what? Know. Tigers got to be free. You live and you learn. So you live. it's weird that it ate the jaguar. And you learn. Hmm. Because I felt like the jaguars are also in danger. Right. And I kept yelling like, don't eat, yeah, the, don't jaguar. eat the jaguar. You're both in danger. Right. So, yeah, it's weird. The giraffe ate the tiger. I did yeah, not understand yeah, yeah. the food cycle there. No, so no, that no. food well, chain, life is, finds a way. Yeah, am I right? Yeah, giraffes. Yeah, they don't have the leaves they need. Sure don't. They change their uh, metabolism yeah. to tiger. To to tiger. That's exactly if, right. If giraffes ate meat, they would be the most terrifying carnivore. In oh the world. yeah, just come out of nowhere. <laughs> just <laughs> lift officer you up. just a head right in your face yep. and just chomp. Yeah. So yeah, pretty scary. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, some book news. Oh yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, only if you're ready. If, if I'm ready. If you're ready to talk about book news. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Good. All right. So here are some advanced notices coming your way over the next couple of months. These are things that we will most definitely have here at the David A. <laughs> Public Library. So if you're a fan of Lisa Scottaline, you have just a couple more months to wait until the next of the Rosado and Denunzio series. This is mm. book number six in that series called Feared. Machiavelli, a corrupt lawyer. I'm with a name like that, you know. Machiavelli. Yeah, a corrupt yeah. lawyer aggressively strikes close to the Denunzio household, attacking Mary's father and one of their beloved family friends by filing a lawsuit that accuses them of embezzling from the treasury of a local South Philly social club to which they belong. The lawsuit is frivolous, but Machiavelli ups the ante by spreading rumors that support its allegations, muddying the reputation of Mary's father. The claims shake the Denunzio clan to its foundations, threatening her father's weakening heart, and Mary steps in mm. to fight back. But Machiavelli is more than a worthy adversary. Then the unthinkable happens, and Mary goes to her own dark side, finding a part of herself that makes her more fearsome than ever before. Hmm. Is it still a battle between good and evil when good turns evil? And uh. will Mary be able to find herself before she loses her soul completely? Someone's losing their soul? Yeah, this is dark. What book is this? Is this a vampire book? I don't know. Feared, the sixth entry in the acclaimed Rosado and Denunzio series, expertly explores what happens when we're tempted to give in to our own inner darkness. Yeah. I think wow. when good is fighting evil, but good becomes evil, it's now a battle of evil versus evil. Evil versus evil, it's not, yeah. It's not the, the lesser of two evils oh, yeah. versus the greater of two evils. Right. So, sure. What, what if they're know? equal evils, though? Then I, then I think they just hang out. Then I think oh, they yeah. just like stop and they go out for lunch. Yeah. You know, yeah. find a nice brunch place and just sit down and, and be evil together. Just have, at, yeah, just at have a good brunch time. Place. I mean, you get, even if you're evil, you got to eat. That's true. You got to eat. Yeah. Uh, new from Karen Slaughter. Ooh. Karen Slaughter is one of those ones that has a name called Slaughter. Has Slaughter right <laughs> in the name. Is Slaughter the grossest very popular. word? It's pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah, I love that Brian Regan bit, oh, the comedian yeah. about manslaughter, <laughs> which is it like sounds terrible, the yeah. lowest kind of killing someone yeah, but it sounds the worst sounds the worst i slaughtered, I slaughtered a, man. a man yeah this has been your brian regan hour <laughs> with apologies to brian regan yeah sure uh anyway karen slaughter uh thrillers thriller writer uh pretty popular yeah L- a lot of fans i have only read one of hers and it was all the pretty horses no that's cormac mccarthy oh. uh well, here it is just pretty girls just called pretty oh. girls and it was pretty bad oh it was shit. just like gross and yeah. dark and yeah. So Wait, you're I don't surprised know. that an author whose last name is Slaughter well, wrote a gross yes. book? Yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, I guess I didn't expect it to be as dark as it was, uh-huh. given some of her other. But anyway, this one is called Pieces of Her. Mm. Right off the top. I don't... What if the person you thought you knew best turns out to be someone you never knew at uh, all? I don't know. 
Andrea Cooper knows everything about her mother, Laura. She knows she spent her whole life in a small town of Gulloway Island. Not Gulliver's Island? Gulli- Where, with the micro mouse? Gulli- Gulliver's Island or Gullah Gullah Island? Oh, yeah, with Bingy Bingy Pollywog. <laughs> Both fun. Yeah. Both fun Bingy places. Bingy Pollywog! <laughs> Come and let's stay together in the bright sunny weather. Uh, let's all go to Gullah Island. Yeah. She knows that she's never had any more ambition than to live in a quiet life as a pillar of the community. She knows she's never kept a secret in her life, but one day, a trip to the mall explodes into violence, and Andrea suddenly sees mm. a completely different side to Laura. Don't go there on Black Friday. Big mistake. 24 <laughs> hours later, Laura's in a hospital, shot by an intruder who spent 30 years trying to track her down. Oh, snap. Now, I know. Now Andrea must go on to a desperate journey to follow the mm-hmm. breadcrumbs of her mother's past. If she can't uncover the secrets hidden there, there may be no future for either of them. Mm-hmm. I think the takeaway there is shop local you know you gotta shop you small. gotta shop small absolutely yeah, okay. anyway that's new from karen slaughter do you think if somebody had been hunting you for 30 years and like the cops were like all right we found him after 30 years you'd have a moment like has it really been 30 yeah. years yeah wow yeah what have you been up to <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean well i've been hunting you you look great yeah well vengeance really agrees with you <laughs> thank you you look great thank you you could say most of this is your clothing yeah. oh because well, it is interesting yeah yeah you wearing that skin? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, he could have cut that town. If, if he would have hired uh, Johnny Hornet right from the start. Yeah. Three to five years. Wow. Johnny Hornet's going to find yeah. Laura. Okay. Instead, he just run into her in the mall. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They heard the Bonton's closing, so yeah. they're going to go and they get all the sales and the winter yeah. coats. And It's like, wait a um, second. Is that Laura? Yeah. 30 yeah. years. What a small world. Yeah. All right. I know. Anyway, <laughs> new in large print, uh-huh. Murder in the Locked Library. This uh-huh. is a book retreat mystery, book number four. The David A. Hale Library would like to announce that murder does not happen in the library. It does not. It does not. <laughs> Welcome to Storytown Hall, Virginia. Storytown Hall. Storyton. Storyton. Storytown. Welcome to Storyton Hall, Virginia, (laughs) where book lovers travel from near and far to enjoy the singular comforts of the Agatha Christie Tea Room, where they can discuss Mm. the merits of their favorite authors, no matter how deadly the topic. (laughs) With her twins, Fitzgerald and Hemingway back in school, Jane Stewart can finally focus... (laughs) That's pretty bad. On her work again, managing Storyton Hall and breaking ground... Jane Stewart? Like James... Stewart. Oh, okay. Stewart. And she's also a steward of the town, so... Uh, a lot of puns at play. All right. Wordplay. Wordplay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, breaking ground on the resort's latest attraction, a luxurious, relaxing spa named in honor of Walt Whitman, hmm. also an author. Mm-hmm. But when the earth is dug up to start laying the spa's foundation, something else comes to the surface. <gasps> a body. A miniature elephant. Oh. Weird. Yeah. Just like John Hammond's. Just like John Hammond's mini no, elephant. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. A collection of unusual bones. <gasps> Someone called Temperance Brennan. Yeah. Either the book character or the TV character. Do we? Either one can. Do we get the guy who it. plays Angel? Do we get the guy? Do we? All right. Like the Dewey Decimal Dewey System. Dewey Decimal it's a book System. Pun. Yeah. When the earth is dug up to start laying the spa's foundation, something else comes mm-hmm. to the surface. Hidden resentment. I'm sorry. This is the right one. A collection of unusual bones are the ragged remnants of a very old book. The attendees of the Rare Book Conference are eager to assist Jane with this unexpected historical mystery until a visitor meets an untimely end in the Henry James Library. As the questions and suspects start stacking up jane will have to uncover a killer before more unhappy endings ensue hmm. i'm gonna say that that sounds, blows. <laughs> sounds silly it sounds bad yeah and what if, what actually all of the titles in this uh, cozy mystery series uh-huh. are not good uh, okay hit hit us with some they are murder in the mystery suite mm-hmm. murder in the paperback parlor 
Mm-hmm. Murder in the Secret Garden. Oh. Mm-hmm. Murder in the Locked Library. So I'm not really yeah. happy with those. Mm-hmm. On the long drive to Ohio, we, we, we did workshop uh, our own cozy mystery series. And uh, oh. the most prominent oh, title. The and Breakfast one. The most title, common title we, we liked the most uh-huh. was Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Baker's Dead. Uh-huh. But there were a few others. Okay. Do you know the, what was the Muffin Man one? Uh, Did you, do you know the Muffin Man? Yeah. You said who dies on Yeah, <laughs> dies on Dreamlight. Yeah. Well, there were there were many, and I, I think that we should get yeah. to work uh, writing these. Yeah. What if they're okay? So back the the murder in the library thing. Murder in the library. Dewey. Thing. Dewey. Yeah. What if there's two superheroes? Okay. Who are superheroes of the library? Yeah. And their villain is Dewey Despicable. Oh, that's good. Okay. I feel like we should run a competition uh-huh. to see uh, which of our listeners can come up with the best cozy, cozy. mystery mm. title, yeah. and then we write an audio drama. <laughs> So yeah. uh, you can send your suggestions to your <laughs> yeah. to your new cozy mystery. Yeah. It can be any theme. Yeah. Send it to what, what's our email address? David A. Howe. Yeah. Wellsville at stls.org. Yeah. Uh, Facebook.com slash David A. Howe. Yep. Or on Twitter at All the Book Show. Send us your own creations of uh, cozy mysteries. Yeah. Uh, that's it for me and my advance notices. There definitely has to be puns. In the Pun, title. Yes. That's the important Punning thing. Punning is, yeah. uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be book yeah. or library related, though mm-hmm. that would probably win you some points. But w- punning is, it's should, non-negotiable. Should we say there's at least like three titles so we know you can keep the yeah, thing you going? Need, yeah, you need to show at least three. Yeah. Um, but feel free, to, you know, just yeah. to send us even one just as a yeah. teaser. That's fine. We'll yeah. read some on the air. Uh, uh, murder filed away. No, don't give any, don't give any away. Okay. Don't give any away. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's on the New York Times bestseller list? The New York Times bestseller list, which is a list we read from on a weekly basis. Oh, thank you for that From definition. the New York Times. Yeah. Uh, Webster's Dictionary defines <laughs> the New York Times bestseller list. And marriage as... Oh. Yeah. It it, it, it doubled them. It, it was like, oh, if you're looking at oh, New York Times, you might also be looking for the definition of marriage. Interesting. So, okay. yeah. I don't know how it classifies things. I yeah. looked up duck, yeah. and I also found toothpick. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. The weird little journey we went on together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's so much of a dictionary as just a bunch of nonsense I found oh, in a okay. uh, serial killer's house. Just nonsensical <laughs> words. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So this New York Times bestsellers list, we're looking at the hardcover young adult fiction. Yeah. Young adults are there. Webster's defines them. No. Uh, I guess we would define them as adults, but in a young form. Sure. But older than children. Right. So... The adult covers that they're not children. The young covers that they're not full adults. That is the most uh, concise definition of young adult <laughs> that I've ever heard. So, so here we go. Good Let's see you. what's at number 10. Okay. Ash Princess oh, by boy. Lara Sebastian. Uh-huh. A disgraced princess schemes to overthrow the Kaiser and take back her throne. Hmm. So That's cool. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Nick will now tell us whether or not this book is cool okay. or cool yeah all right the you'll know which one is not cool you will from his tone yeah number nine fury born by clear oh claire legrand two girls separated by a millennium are connected by a prophecy oh this is that's the theme from the lake house with uh, keanu reeves and yes sandra she's yeah she stole it for this ya fantasy bullock i could not think of sandra bullock for a minute there apologies to the great sandra bullock yeah how are you saying bullock sandra bullock bullock you're like Bullock. I did say Bullock. You're yeah. right. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Second apologies to <laughs> Sandra Bullock. <laughs> All right. You said Keanu Reeves fine. My grandmother used to call him Canoe. <laughs> so my English teacher used to say Kenna, and it made me insane. Kenna. Yeah, we we were gonna watch uh, the Much Ado About Nothing that he's in. She was like, "It's the one with Kenna Reeves." Kenna Reeves. Like, Stop it. 
You take that back. She was a what teacher? There's no person English. Yikes. I know. You think that's phonics, but <laughs> I don't know. All right. Number eight, The Hazelwood by Melissa Albert. Okay. Alice must go to her deceased grandmother's estate to rescue right. her mother. Yeah. Number seven, One of Us is Lying by Karen M. McManus. Back. Still, 47 weeks. 47 weeks. Five students, a detour in detention ends in murder. Oh, my goodness. Here's what I think. Yes. I don't think one of the students murdered them. I think they found a murder. I see. But maybe they actually did the murder. Could be. It's like Bref- Breakfast Club, but right. also CSI. Yeah. CSI Breakfast Club. Yeah. You'd watch that. Yeah, I would. Molly Win- Ringwald. Yeah. Mark. Call, no. your, call your agent. Uh, uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Yeah. Judd Nelson? What's he up to? He, hey, he, Judd. Yeah, he's waiting for the CSI Breakfast Club. I guess so. Yeah. Or to be invited into the Beverly yeah. Hills Cop. Yeah. Or until they revamp Suddenly Susan. That's one of those two things. Yeah. Was that his big thing? He's waiting for the call. That was like his comeback. I mean, he was like an 80s Brat Packer, and then he did Suddenly Susan. Suddenly disappeared afterwards. Yeah. Until at least... Until CSI Breakfast Club comes back. Uh, Number six, Leah on the Offbeat by Becky L. Batali. Leah faces challenges with her tight-knit group of friends... Starts to fracture. We've done this before. You always get excited by the title. Yeah. And then I'm like, her friends are breaking yeah, up. Yeah, they're just like, like offbeat. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, she's not like a drummer. Right. Maybe okay. she is. Yeah, she know. could be. She could this be. This fly is driving me crazy. Do you see it? It's I like do right by it. the microphone. I do see it. It's, yeah. it's, it's got a well, soapbox. he's a fan. He's a big yeah. fan. Yeah. More garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Dirtier garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's been, he's been peddling that uh, garbage policy uh, Very pro-garbage. Very pro-garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Number five, Save the Date by Morgan Matson. Will do. Charlie Grant tries to avoid disasters with her family. Uh, oh, wait. I've, I've misread the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Charlie Grant tries to avoid disasters when her family comes together for her sister's wedding. Oh. Uh, Morgan Matson wrote uh, The Unexpected Everything, which is a very popular yep. young adult yep. book. Uh, a couple of years ago, yeah. I feel like two years ago. She's written some other stuff. She seems to have this kind of like quirky young adult uh, market. Okay. Pretty much wrapped around a finger. Nice. So like a like a yo-yo. Okay. You know how you sometimes wrap yo-yos yeah. around your yeah, finger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, number four, turtles all the way down. It's not going anywhere. 35 weeks. It feels like it's been longer than 35 weeks. Yeah. I must not have a sense of how long 35 weeks is because yeah, I feel like we've been true. talking about turtles all the way down well, for I mean, two that's, years. That's more than, I mean, it's more yeah. than half a year. Yeah. You know. Well, this is by John Green. It's, okay. Aza and Daisy investigate a mystery with a reward of $100,000. Yeah, boy. What would you do with $100,000? Um, hmm. Good question. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Home, some home improvement, probably. Mm. A little traveling. Okay. Philanthropy, of course. Sure. Yeah, we have to say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd pay off my student loans. Okay. And I think I'd uh, follow in the footsteps of Matt Damon and buy a zoo. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say make weird cameos in Marvel movies. But... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh... Yeah, he's been doing that a lot lately. I know, that's his new jam. Uh, number three, Legendary by Stephanie Garber. Tella re-enters the game of Carvel to find out Legend's true name. You remember Carvel? Yes. The big one that everybody yeah. was talking about? I remember. Uh, number two. Look, I said I remember. Number two, <laughs> Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy Adahimi. No, I said it different than I've said it every other time. Adami. Adami. Adayami. I could say it a whole bunch of different ways and never really feel secure about any of them. Yeah, you probably uh, do. Zalif fights to restore magic in the land of Orisha. Mm-hmm. And number one, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Uh, the 16-year-old girl sees a police officer kill her friend. This has been here for 67 weeks. Okay. So turtles all the way down, you can take a hike. Yeah, get this out This is here. The Hate You Give's house. Yeah, seriously. So 
uh, though the hate you give has a movie coming out. I know. It I does. think this year. Yep. So, right. uh, you want to do some hardcover adult fiction? I'd love to. Yeah. So we Take define adults, adults as older than young yeah, adults, non children, right? But yep. you would also say they're younger than the elderly. I think elderly are still technically adults. I guess. Yeah. In the same way that an eighteen-year-old's an adult. Huh. That's confusing. Yeah. M- uh, maybe derisive and divisive. Derisive. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I see the establishment. Yeah. I just gotta knock it down. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Take it down a bit. Uh, yeah. And graffiti artists. Yeah. So. Take that, America's Greatest Generation. <laughs> According to Eric Mickles, not me. I'm me. Yeah. Who do? Who am I saying the Greatest Generation is? The elderly. Ah. Uh huh. Okay. Go on. Number 11 on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction. Is it equal to number 10? No, it's just you new. Just, you just want to tell it's me. It's just new this week. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, Something in the Water by Katherine Steedman. Did you say Katherine? Katherine. Katherine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Something in the Water. Katherine Steedman. Are you familiar with her? No. All right, let's move on then. Well, hold on. It's a documentary filmmaker and an investment banker <laughs> must decide whether they should protect Jeez. a secret. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Look. Yeah. As an investment banker. Yeah. I'm concerned about secrets. Yeah. Well, as a documentary filmmaker, my job is to tell secrets. Tell, yeah, that's true. That's a. Uh, we'll never. We'll never agree. No, it's never gonna work. It's never what if gonna it just out. ends like, well, agree to disagree? I guess so. I'll tell the secret, and you can keep quiet. Yep. All right. Number ten. New this week. Turbulence. All the way down. Turbulence all the way down. Uh, By Stuart Woods. This is the 46th book in the Stone Barrington series. So many. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Uh, 46. That's crazy. I know. Is that... That's not even a book a year. No. It's it's more. He'd be so old. And Mm -hmm. uh, there's lots of... I mean, there's the Holly Black series. There's the... um, Teddy Faye has a series Mm now. Uh Will Lee, I think, the mm-hmm. Chiefs book. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. And Stone is in a lot of them, even yeah. minor characters and some of the smaller ones. So it's crazy. Yeah. Number nine, Us Against Jew by Frederick Backman. Bear Town's hockey. Oh my gosh, it's a Bear Town sequel. Bear Town sequel. Uh Bear Town's hockey team gets a new coach and their rivalry with the neighbor neighboring team escalates. Is it the bad news bears? I don't know. Okay. But remember when we we read the description on the New York Times bestsellers list yeah. for Bear Town, and we're Bear like, Town. "That doesn't sound like anything." Sound but then like we read like the Goodreads description. Yeah, it was like, "As darkness yeah. bears down <laughs> I and I enters, the children yeah. start singing a song, ancient." And yeah. it's just like, so what? What is the his, secret of Us Against You? Th- these are very popular books. His style does nothing for me. Did you try Bear Town? I did. I just don't enjoy his writing. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a bear no. Bear, bear no. A no town for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you like Motown. I do like Motown. So, you, yeah. so no town is how you I would... choose Motown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> a big Smokey Robinson fan. Yeah. But not a big Smokey the Bear fan, so... Really? Yeah. But he's against Forest Fire. Yeah. Are you pro Forest Fire? No, it's just, you know... All high and mighty, Smokey the Bear. Right. When know? he's like, only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah. He's like, why don't you worry about yeah, like, yourself, why, Smokey? Why don't you put on a shirt, Jack? You know? <laughs> okay. Jeez, I never never really thought of Smokey the Bear as somebody who needed to be knocked down a peg. <laughs> he's just running around mm-hmm. wearing only jeans, mm-hmm. hassling nice families. Uh, when I was in first grade, I entered an art contest in my school. Yeah. And I drew Smokey the Bear. Topless. No, I mean, just, yeah, I guess. Okay. He was just Smokey the Bear. All right. And it said only you can prevent forest fires, and I won. And you I, did? I got some colored pencils. Do you still have it? No. I'd love to see it. I don't have it anymore. Could you recreate it so we could put it on the Twitter page? I don't think I could. At All the Book Show. It was definitely 
drawing a bear using mostly circles. Huh. Which I learned how to I do. Like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Number eight. When life gives you... Lemons. Nope. Lululemons. Hmm. When life gives you Lululemons. Lululemons. Uh, by Lauren Weisberger. Emily Charlton plans a comeback from the All suburbs. All right, you Weisberger. Where, where did Weisberger... Oh, nothing. the author's name is Weisberger. Okay. All right, thank you. What? Uh this is the I, you know you of all people know what it's like to make a joke <laughs> that is not picked up by the other person so yeah i resent what just happened all right there. should we save that for the segment or just get into it now no go ahead you can tell so i was we were in the grocery store at, at tops we were at, we were in the line yeah i was getting ready to pay for my stuff the girl is checking out all my stuff and yeah. she picks up uh i i picked up the jurassic world jurassic park yeah. 25th anniversary entertainment weekly i'm yeah. a sucker i yeah. bought it whatever yeah. and she picks it up she's like oh wow these magazines are so thick it's so cool i like these and i say well it better be cool it cost me 14 dollars nothing Crickets. all you hear is just beep <laughs> beep as she scans the other thing and i'm just sitting oh, there i'm like so but bad. you but you said the yeah, first thing she started it i thought I we know. were were you not talking to I know. me I know. So and that's Nick, why I was so shocked you just left my Weisberger joke. Just yeah, I'm sorry. There, I, sorry. I was trying to figure out where you got Weisberger, Weisberger. from. So okay. uh Emma Lauren Weisberger wrote The Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, All right. Yeah. Um I would think the real devil wears panda because pandas are endangered. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. So yeah. I think you're right. So number seven, The Grey Ghost Ooh. by Clive Cussler and Robin Versell. Yeah. This is a Fargo where they have to stop a Rolls Royce. They have to find a Rolls Royce prototype, which has vanished its second time. So now they're just like, oh, geez. Just get a garage. The Mona Lisa's gone a fifth time this week. Crazy. It's not like a TV remote. Yeah. It's a prestigious. Take the tires off. Yeah. Exactly. Keep the tires separate. You don't need those tires. Yeah. Number six, The Fallen. Uh, number eight. It's been here for eight weeks. Uh, this is by David Baldacci. Mm-hmm. Was that your impression of somebody falling? <laughs> number five. Brief cases by Jim Butcher. A dozen stories about Harry Dresden, Chicago's only professional wizard. Oh. So. Say so, hey, sorry, I turned into Fozzie Bear for a minute. Yeah. Wow. Come uh, back. Um, we have the whole series of the Dresden Files and most of the books. We have the DVD. That's what I mean. Oh, that's the what whole you TV meant. Series, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, it only had one season. It's not hard to own that whole series. Yeah, but it says the complete series. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah. They know how to market. Um, but yeah, I think he's done with the Dresden books because he's really? been writing, writing other stuff. Yeah. Those like win and sale it, books. And maybe he's not making any money. He's like, well, here's a bunch of short, short yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah. Here, Dresden's back yep. in pog form. Yep. <laughs> uh, number four. Uh, we talked about this last week. The Death of Mrs. Westaway yeah. by Ruth Ware. You're going to read it. Because you're Maybe. a Ruth Ware fanboy now. <laughs> I've read two. I've read two of her books. Two of her two books. No, she's got four. Oh. Yeah. Now, with this book. Yeah, but that's still more than two. Two and one does not equal four. Okay. So you haven't read her first obscure book, and now her brand new book, which her has been out for two weeks. Her first book did pretty well. It just didn't do the numbers that Women in Cabin 10 did. Look, yeah. maybe I'll read it. Yeah. Is that what you want to hear? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, hey, anytime yeah. I'm with you, it's the Woman in Cabin friend. Hey. Thank you, man. No problem. That means so much. Number three, Shelter in Place by Nora Roberts. Uh, This is the survivors of the Portland Mall. Okay. uh, Developing different coping mechanisms in a face, a new menace. Interesting. Uh, Number two, The Outsider by Stephen King. A detective investigates a seemingly wholesome member of the community when an 11-year-old boy's body is found. Well, now who's going to blurb this book? Stephen King himself. No, he can't. It's his own book. 
You don't think he would? I don't think so. Pretty good mystery, if I do say so yeah. myself. Stephen <laughs> Vintage King. Vintage King. Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. Like the greatest hits of Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> S.K. A king among kings right here. <laughs> Stephen, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could get yeah. Dean Koontz to do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. When so. you can't get Stephen King, I used to yeah. call Dean Koontz. Yeah. Believe me. it or not, I would might be better than the Frankenstein books. Yeah. <laughs> this blows Dean Koontz out of the water. Dean Koontz. Oh. Uh, all right. So Stephen King yeah. has only been here three weeks. When people are like, you got to read Dean Koontz, he's so much better than Stephen King. That's when you get mad. I just get in my car and I drive until I run out of gas. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And then somebody's like, hey, do you, need, uh, do you need to use my cell phone? Yeah. Do you need to get some gas? Yeah. And hey, you're a Dean Koontz. I think he's a little bit better than yeah. Stephen King. And then I just walk <laughs> until the leather on my shoes peel <laughs> <Yeah>. away. <laughs> Uh, so again, Stephen King was at number one for two weeks. Mm-hmm. His third week is at number two. What do you think ousted Stephen King? If you say Dean Koontz, no. I will literally it's... throw up. <laughs> it's not Steve. I would you Daniel s- Steele? Nope. Uh, how about an American president? Oh boy. Number one, oh, the president boy. is missing right. by Bill Clinton yep. and James Patterson. Yeah. President Jonathan Duncan, a Gulf War <laughs> veteran and widower. Okay, my okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Woo! Uh, oh, Bill Clinton made his president president a widower. Yeah. Wow. Takes on adversaries at home and abroad. Oh, so, yep. Oh boy. Yeah. So he wrote this with uh, James Patterson, Bill Clinton, but he did not edit. Really? Get? Uh, do you get it? No. He he did not. Uh-huh. Like he did not inhale. I see. I, I did okay. write that book, but right. I did not edit. Yep. Anyway, yeah. is this the book you wrote? It depends on what your definition of is. <laughs> yeah. Is. Yeah. So yeah, that's my favorite Bill Clinton quote. That's your favorite one. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so the president is missing. Yes, he made his. He made this president a widower. Yeah. So no. Uh, no surprises that this is a number one hit, yeah. but reviews have not been kind. Yeah, a little reviews bit. Have not been kind. This is what a Mary Sue looks like in presidential yeah, form. Right. So, right. Yep. Yeah. You know, we have had some widower presidents yeah. in the past. So there With is his there is some steely some handsome jaw yeah. that all women found attractive and all men found attractive. Yeah. Everyone found him attractive. <laughs> Everybody thought he was the most attractive. <laughs> and let's face it, he yep. was. It wasn't up for <laughs> subjective yep. opinion. Yeah. So, anyways, here's some interesting things about uh, the president. Thomas Jefferson uh-huh. elected as a widower. Martin Van Buren uh-huh. elected as a widower. Okay. Uh, Andrew Jackson was married when he was elected, and then was widowed before he was inaugurated. Hmm. Crazy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Just thought you'd want to know. <laughs> Thanks. So number one uh, is Bill Clinton, Clinton and James Patterson and James Patterson and Jimmy Carter. No, he was not invited. He did some. Uh, he did some punch up. You know, he, there was like a, a. You think there was some ghost writing some, by yeah, Jimmy there Carter? Was a rewrite. There yeah. was a rewrite. And okay. He came in and he was like, "Let's just punch up some of this dialogue." Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, it 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 says, "Stop, you thief." Yeah. More powerful, if you just say "stop." Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's yeah. the Jimmy Carter one. <laughs> the Jimmy yeah. Carter yeah. effect. <laughs> I'm just a humble, uh, the, the, humble thriller yeah. editor. Yeah. I can't do a Jimmy Carter, so you can... I know I like you got the you, the timber was right. The that timber was good. Okay. That was really nice. So are that you going to really read nice. this book um, as a as a fan of presidents? You know, but not I a fan of James. Patterson. I guess that's just it. You know, like I I like some of the James Patterson. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a presidential. Uh, Seems like you history have to. buff. So I. I guess who who I reads, guess I have to, but it does not appeal to me. Who in any reads way. the audiobook? Do you oh, think it's Bill Clinton? Maybe if it's Bill Clinton reading maybe. the audiobook, are you gonna do what that? if it's like a real curveball and it's Jeb Bush? 
Yeah, sure. Just, just got Jim Al Gore. Yeah, Al Gore. <laughs> and then the president. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Stop, Thank you. you Very thief. concerned about the environment. <laughs> All right. You can't ad lib Bill Clinton's book. <laughs> just get out. Just get out. You lost this popular vote as well. Oh. <laughs> no, last um, time he won the popular vote, so that, yeah. that doesn't even work. Can we just uh, can we just do stand up about nine just previous like, just like Al Gore? Yeah, stand up. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, just I'd be down. This for is that. our Al Gore segment. Yeah, now. yeah. His wife's name is Tipper. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the stand up. No, that's just that's his wife's name is Tipper. It's a weird yeah. name. I thought you'd want to know. It's funny that like she wrote or he wrote all those like books of like. Don't don't destroy the earth. Yeah, and you know keep the air clean. Yeah. And Bill Clinton's like he's like pre- handsome James president. <laughs> <laughs> this handsome president's a widower, but he still takes action when yeah. he needs to. Uh, they put him on a coin so quickly because he's the most handsome man ever elected <laughs> into office. Yeah, gold <laughs> dripping with charisma. The president yeah. went missing. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, boy, that could have been part of our soapbox episode. Yeah, but it wasn't. Oh yeah. Now it's time to step on these soapboxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you got a lot of pent up Jurassic Park excitement. So nah, let me man. just it's out there. Let me just quickly talk about uh, my current passion, my long time passion, Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah, Paul M. Today is Paul McCartney's seventy sixth birthday, mm-hmm. as we alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing some cryptic social media posts. Like if he's anybody die. No, oh. if any, well, maybe. I mean, it does sort of look like you're going to the light. <laughs> I'm leaving. All of a sudden, this little like triangle with circles around it appeared, and mm-hmm. I thought it kind of looked like train tracks or something going into a tunnel. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. There's no explanation. There's just been like this, like really loosely hand drawn image mm-hmm. that's appeared all over his social media. And then lately, there's been a little more. It looks like one looks like an old ticket stub. Um, nothing that's really making any sense. So we've been hearing rumblings about a new McCartney album this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, today on the man's birthday, he posts a little video, which is just some like ambient noise. Uh, We've got pyramids, which I did not take the other sign to be pyramids. Mm -hmm. We got some palm trees and it says Egypt station. So, I mean, my guess is that's the new album. Yeah. Egypt Egypt Station. station. Yeah. Which is a odd name. It's coming out of nowhere. Yeah. But I've been in a Paul McCartney zone lately, and I've rediscovered some... I figured uh, that's why we saw the monkeys. Yeah. I've rediscovered some uh, McCartney albums, and so I'm going to tell you about them. We do have a lot of McCartney in our collection right now, and we have a Beatles display up in the library that I didn't even do. I wasn't even responsible for this Beatles display, Mm -hmm. but you can come and check it all out. (laughs) Oh, Uh, that wasn't you? No, it wasn't. Wow. I I have to take back some mean things I said in my head. Really? No, I'm fine. Okay. All right. Um, so we, we have a lot of his stuff. We have Pure McCartney, which was the multi-disc uh, greatest hit spanning his uh, whole career up till now. Uh, we got some of his more recent albums. And of course, we have all the Beatles catalog, lots of books mm-hmm. uh, about the man and the Beatles uh, right here yeah. in the library. But the ones I've been listening to lately, ones that I've had on vinyl for a long time, but now I finally have like digital versions. So I'm like listening to them, like really. Mm-hmm. And it's like finding like a lost McCartney. Mm-hmm. Album. My a lost world McCartney. Oh, I like will. I like how you're tying them together. Yeah. Uh, London Town is the one that I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. It's got the hit single with a little luck. Mm-hmm. I love the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite McCartney era mm-hmm. is the is the Wings era. Your band on the runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole section. So I've been really loving those. Uh, and I just got Red Rose Speedway, which is another right in like the heyday of Wings before things started to sort of taper off. Right. The music's just so good, mm-hmm. and it's very different. <laughs> What? I'm listening to Paul McCartney. <laughs> I know. I know. It's very good. And it's very different from the Beatles. And it's different from solo McCartney. So okay. check it out. 
you know, if you're just a Beatles fan and you never got into McCartney's solo stuff, try the Wings era because it has kind of a... Are you familiar with the Moody Blues? Yes. The band. All right. Denny Lane from the Moody Blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I thought you meant the mood. No. <laughs> uh, D- Denny Lane from the Moody Blues formed Wings with Paul. And you have that... What sort was of his name? Denny Lane. Is in my head? That's Penny Lane. Uh-huh. But I get why you're confused. <laughs> okay. Uh, but he joined. And I think like his, his infusion into like solo McCartney brought kind of a more like alternative, mm. like not, not grunge in yeah. like today's grunge. Yeah, like but, Green Day. But kind of a... Kind of that vibe to it, and I just uh-huh. think it really works. So if you if you never heard anything but Beatles, I would say go and pick up. I mean, probably Band on the Run would be the the best place to start for the Wings era. But I would try London Town, and I would try Red Rose Speedway. Cause they're all great albums. Uh-huh. Um, we have there's so many Beatle books. It's hard to say like what the best one really is. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want to just read about McCartney himself, uh, he's got a he's got a great collection of. Uh, poems and lyrics called blackbird singing which we do have here in the collection right and it's just uh beetle and like solo lyrics just written out as poetry and then just actual poetry that was never turned into songs it's a cool quick read mm. uh, i also really enjoy uh, just the beatles the biography by bob spitz really good and we have so many beetle books in the collection i've never like sat down and read an actual mccartney biography because like do you, you like biographies do you, sometimes do you i don't like Writing a biography of a living person, I just sort of feel like you just don't know. You know what I mean? That's the mystery of it all. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have like you don't really have any perspective yeah. on on that. You know, mm-hmm. and I guess you could argue like, you know, his heyday was so long ago that you can kind of mm. step back and look at it. But I mean, the man's still selling out auditoriums. Yeah, like giant stadiums, mm-hmm. which we know firsthand from yeah. when we saw him last year. Yeah, but he was such a. I'm, I'm a huge McCartney fan, and McCartney was kind of like. I went backwards. I was a McCartney fan and then got into the Beatles, which I know is weird, but right. it's true. It's what happened. So I would say go pick up some Beatles, mm. try some solo wings, and check out our collection of Beatle uh, books on display right now. There's a lot of interesting stuff. Okay. And that's my we soapbox. We have lots of Beatles. I know. So and many. I didn't even order most of them. I know. So pretty good. So that's my soapbox. <laughs> now let's get into yours. Uh, okay. Jurassic World is coming out. Yeah, I just bought a magazine. So you've been in you've been in a Jurassic Park. I mean, you're always in a Jurassic Park mode, obviously. Uh-huh. But you haven't reread the books. I mean, you haven't reread the books in a decade. Yeah, about ten years. So like going back to that, you're gonna power through the movies, uh, yeah. including number three. Yeah, which, yeah, that's fine. How, when was the last time you saw number three? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. It's you rough. just don't watch it. You just watch one well, and two. You don't be- watch three because three was just like this is how the series ends. Yeah, terribly. Yeah. So. Uh, I always resented it for that. But now that's not how it ends. Yeah, it's now true. it's just now I'm just skipping my way through that yeah. 90 minutes of nonsensical yeah. dinosaur whatever. I mean, there's dinosaurs on that island, so yeah. it still works. Yeah. So you got some. I mean, Grant's back. That's cool. It's cool to see Grant again. Yeah. I, it's just it's just so unnecessary. There's there's no there's no theme in Jurassic well, Park. But like 3. the pterodon theme is pretty cool. Yeah. Like the, that whole scene. I mean, yeah. that's a neat. That's it the, is a collection the first of, book, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So. I mean, I think there's a lot that is cool in there. I agree that it's not. You know what it is? You know uh-huh. what I feel like with these? Uh-huh. And maybe this will make you mad, but I don't think it will. So mm-hmm. just hear me out. Take the Jaws franchise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody knows the first Jaws is great. Great movie. Everybody loves it. The second one still like retains a lot of that feel and a lot of that magic. And then has some stuff that people just, you know, they're like, I don't like that. Like, you know, the big ending that I don't like with the T-Rex like hanging out at Blockbuster. 
That's silly. Go on. I know. And then the third Jaws mm-hmm. doesn't really have like that original magic and instead is not trying to be a great movie. It's mm-hmm. just like an action adventure like mm-hmm. lark. It's just like let's just go and have like a wacky, mm-hmm. tense, action-y time. And that's what I feel like Jurassic Park 3 is. Okay. It's not it's not trying, or maybe it is trying, but if it's trying, it's failing. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it's trying to have like the majesty of Jurassic Park. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just 90 minutes of like, ah, right. which is fun. I think mm-hmm. that could be fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I know what you mean by like, now it's not the tag at the end of the series. It's right. just a little misstep, a little, right. a little misdirection. I wish through. our listeners could see the searing eyes i'm sending in your direction as you're comparing the jurassic park franchise to the jaws sequels mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so you wouldn't compare yeah it. jurassic world is like oh, uh, jaws 4 where no i said jaws 2 <laughs> anyway the jaws sequels are traditionally bad does Jaws 2 have its defenders like I defend Lost World? It well, better not. <laughs> Jaws 2, I mean, it has, you're still, you're following like the same main character. You've got like all the pieces in place from the first one. And it just, I don't know. It, it has, a, it has, like it, I think it ultimately doesn't work. I don't know why we're talking so much about Jaws, but I think it ultimately doesn't work. But it has a lot of like, they, they go together well, mm-hmm. Jaws 1 and 2. And then Jaws 3 is just like a totally different thing. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying about The Lost World. Like you still have that like majesty within the first two. And then the third one is mm-hmm. just like, wah. Well, agree to disagree about the Jaws movies. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Um, I don't even remember. Jurassic Park 3 yeah. we're talking about. I think Joe Johnson tried. I don't yeah. think Joe Johnson doesn't try. Yeah. I think he just No, I'm just saying a it's level. a different kind of movie. Yes. You're saying like there's no, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. The stakes are very low. So and, low. Yeah, I agree. And that's just kind yeah. of like, it just sits in this weird little place where it's a small scale Jurassic Park movie, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, like considering the... Yeah, you know. but it's also just dumb in a lot of its other things. Okay. Like the Spinosaurus can break through the fence, but not the door that they locked. Right. Which, you know, doesn't make sense. Well, if the door's locked, I mean, well, well, what, sure. what are you going to do? Yeah. It's a locked door. Yeah, it was an open he fence. Like, does he have a key? Does he have a key? Yeah, no, he so. doesn't. He has a cell phone in his stomach, which Be continues serious. to work. Be serious. Yeah. Can dissolve dinosaur bones, but not a cell phone. How do you think, like, <laughs> when you when you watch them all together, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a good point. When you watch them all together, uh-huh. how do you think Jurassic World, like, fits with the originals? Does it, to you, still feel like the same world? I mean, does it, does yeah. it feel... So it does, there's no like disconnect there, just all not for me straight through. Uh, and I mean, they've said about how the first uh, first three movies are good, but they don't have like a through line, like yeah. an emotional through line or right. anything. But they're saying by the time we get Jurassic World three, I I don't know if they're going to be able to keep this promise, right. but that all six movies are going to feel like one story. And I'm like, you're oh, going to wow. find a way to bring three. Interesting. And I mean, most people ignore two because they're dummies. Right. Uh, no, they're not dummies. You don't have to like Jurassic World 2. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Okay. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, I just I just connect them all. I just like, oh yeah, these happened and this happened. So uh, that's why Jurassic Park 3, I feel like now in the presence of Jurassic World, like Jurassic Park 1 has a point, 2 has a point, and then 3 is like, and we went parasailing and oops. Right. Um, 3 is like a side quest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, whereas you could go from Lost World but to Jurassic World, yeah, and it would, yeah, it makes sense. You're right. So, uh, now, yeah. now, Lost World and Jurassic Park Three are both on the the alternate island, Isla Sorda, not, not yeah. the main island. I think Isla Sorda is gone. 
totally gone. Site B. Well, I think they probably just were like, we don't need a second site now oh. when they made Jurassic World. They and probably just, got all the animals yeah. from two, put them back on Isla Nubla, yeah. and it's just like. Is there so- is there something special that you're looking for in uh, Fallen Kingdom? And fa- is, uh, is there a kind of thing that you want to see, an arc or the Baryonyx? Okay, that's a dinosaur. Right. Sorry, uh, the Carnotaurus. That's okay. a, that's another dinosaur. Okay. Uh, an arc? No. I. Oh wait, I do want the series to go Planet of the Apes crazy. Okay. I want at the end of Fallen Kingdom for them to be like, well, looks like dinosaurs are now everywhere, and we've all died out from a uh, from the ape virus. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, now there's less humans and more dinosaurs, and we gotta we gotta survive. Like you genuinely want that? You want yes. the third one to be about how like dinosaurs just take over? Yeah. Like an invasive species. Yeah. And now oh. we're just like driving around and surviving. I want well, to become a I mean, survivalist that, story. With that it. would have, I mean, that would kind of work as, as a yeah. through line. Yeah. You know, like they do something they shouldn't have yeah. done and eventually like yeah. it brings everybody down. It could work. I don't know where else they can go because you can only have dinosaurs break out on their island so many times. They've done it twice now. Yeah. And then had people trapped on the island twice. So uh, they're getting off the island. I think. I think that's it. I think we should just go that way again. If anybody's ever watched Cadillacs and Dinosaurs on cartoon, <laughs> uh, the cartoon uh, Saturday morning cartoons, I think you'll know what I'm talking about. That's that's what I want. I want to see. I want to see the next Jurassic Park movie. Like, let's get all these other characters yeah. from all the movies. Bring back Billy from Jurassic Park three. He was cool. Bring him back. Bring him back. Wasn't there? What's the thing where they say that Chris Pratt's character is? Oh, that's dumb. Oh, okay. The, Sorry. Yeah. No. That. He, Chris Pratt's character is the kid Alan Grant scares with the raptor claw in the first movie. Uh-huh. He's not. Uh, that could be cool, though. I mean, doesn't it, that work age-wise and everything? It, I think it does a little bit, depending okay. on... I think you might have to... I, I don't know how old Chris Pratt is. Is he our age? I think maybe younger. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, if he's younger, it doesn't work. He has to be our age or older. Can you talk a little bit about the evolution of Claire? The new like YA prequel that's coming out. I can't. I can't find anything about it other than it's oh. coming out in uh, the end of this month. Okay, uh, it's well, a prequel. Allow me to tell you, the evolution of Claire by Tess Sharp. This is a Jurassic World novel uh-huh. coming out June twenty six. Freshman year in college is full of obstacles. There are messy roommates, cranky professors, and disgusting dining halls. But for Claire Deering, add how to properly avoid being eaten by a dinosaur to that list. The year is 2004, and Claire has been given the chance of a lifetime, the opportunity to intern at the Jurassic World theme park less than a year before it opens to the public. She's laser-focused with her sights set on bettering the lives of all animals worldwide. But life at the park isn't all test-driving gyrospheres and falling head over heels for a fellow student named Justin, though she does that too. Rumors and suspicions flood the island, and Claire is determined to unravel the truth. As Claire searches for answers, she and Justin find themselves thrust into a sinister plot that will leave Claire forever changed, forcing her to question everything she went through she knew and bringing everything she thought she knew and mm-hmm. bringing her one step closer to the Claire viewers met in Jurassic World and who they'll return to in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh. Did that make you want to read it more? No. Or less. Uh, that's rough because Claire doesn't care about the animals at the beginning of Jurassic right. World. Yeah. It's not until the end after with the dying of Patiosaurus and everything saying. else that she's like, oh, animals are there. Yeah. You know, they're not just uh, assets because she kept calling them assets. I guess. I mean, I didn't know about this Justin character. Oh, yeah. I thought they showed a character on there. I thought it was like a young Owen. I didn't realize they were this young. It doesn't make any sense. How yeah, long has Jurassic weird. World been open for her to be interning a year says, and then rerunning it? It sounds like it opens in 2005. It says the year is 2004. Mm. And she's given an opportunity less than to oh. intern less than a year before the park opens. That might be. That might make sense. I remember reading the Jurassic World website 
and reading all about that stuff. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you're going to read it, right? Yeah. And I'll, I guess they did this on a, on a smaller level after Jurassic Park 3. There were, there were like, Yikes. junior level chapter books kind yeah. of set in that world. Yeah. But nothing has gotten, like, the nice hardcover treatment that this is. Getting, yeah, I don't know so. why. Are you going to read it? Yes. I'm, I'm going to read it. Do you think you'll like it? I don't know. <laughs> Have we ordered our copy already? Uh, yes. Okay. I don't know. I guess it depends on this Justin character. I, I know so. I like Claire, but it doesn't sound like Claire is like Claire. Right. That she was in the movie. It sounds very different. Yes. You're right. I, I mean, didn't realize a, it was... It's a cool cover. I guess as a young adult book, yeah. it has to have relationships. I, I didn't realize we were going to be like, oh, I want to no, run a dinosaur park, but also Justin's so handsome. I also didn't think it was going to go that yeah. route, but you know... So, again, that is The Evolution of Claire by Tess Sharp coming yeah. out on June 26th. Yeah. Which Jurassic Park movie has the best score? Uh, Jurassic Park 1 yes. has the themes. Right. It has the 1 and 2. Yeah. But Lost World has a pretty pretty great Like soundtrack. if you were just going to like sit down and listen to one while you were reading or something. Might be. Probably 2. 2. 2 is more... Uh, has more of like a jungle kind of theme. A lot okay. of a lot of percussion, uh, a lot of tens, and it's got that. I can't do it. it okay, it darkens up the uh, Jurassic Park theme a bit. Is there anything good about the Jurassic Park three score? Yeah, uh, Billy's Oblivion, okay. the music that plays during the pterodactyl scene. I see. Oh well, yeah. it's a great scene all around. Though I think what I like most about it is that it takes cues from the second movie. Okay, so well, that's still good. What about the new one? Yeah, that one. Then That's the, Michael Giacchino, right? Yeah. He's all over the place. Yeah, it's fine. I love his Star Trek scores. I think yeah. they're great. I don't love his, I don't love that score okay. in general. I love that it makes callbacks to the Lost World yeah, soundtrack, that's cool. but that's because he worked on the Lost World PS1 game. Oh, I see. So that was his first scoring nice. job. Well, what he does with Star Trek, he, he interweaves mm. old themes so yeah. well into new ones. So yeah. it seems like he'd be well suited for yeah. it. All right. Jurassic World comes out when? This Friday. This Friday, which is what? Uh, oh, the... 22nd? You, you don't have it memorized? It's the 22nd. Account. I just 22nd, said it. 22nd. June 22nd, everybody. So you can see Jurassic <laughs> But I said World the 22nd. Down. Paul McCartney's new album is going to come out at some point, and I think it's going to be called Egypt Station, and I think it's going to come out this year. Mm-hmm. So you can you can check that out on social right. media because it's everywhere. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us for our well, Soapbox episode. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit library news. Library news. Summer reading programs coming up. Oh, man. We got our first music on the lawn, which is... Uh, June 21st, 7 o'clock, and that is going to be the... Uh, it's a community spotlight. Oh, geez, so this, this week. It is. So three different groups. Next week, the summer reading program for all ages starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, book clubs are currently reading Basket Case by Green Day. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Carl Hyacin. Uh, we're finishing up uh, News of the World by mm-hmm. Paulette Giles, and we will be doing a special Contemporary Classics book club where we read High Fidelity by Nick Hornby to go with our music oh. theme. And Eric and I are leading a YA for Adults book club, which will be reading Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yeah. I've never and seen that movie. I haven't seen it either. So the book's got good reviews, so it should yeah. be good. So a lot of great things going on at the library. Anything mm. special you want to highlight? Uh, so much is happening this summer reading program. Yep. Oh, oh, the name, Chris Johnson, yep. is the 26th. 26th. Chris Johnson was here for the Wacky Science Show, which sure was. went bananas. Everybody loved it. Yeah. This is a magic show, mm-hmm. and it's at 1 o'clock on the 26th yeah. down in the auditorium. Cool. So you can question him about how he can how he can go about teaching science and then performing magic. Yeah. The f- no. Yes. Um, so yeah, he'll be here the 26th at 1, and that's going to be exciting. But we also have on... Every Tuesday at 1 o'clock, we're going to have our outdoor arcade, unless it's rainy. Then we're going to have it up in the teen loft. But it's pretty cool. We got lots of arcades that we got Mario Kart. Actually, we're going to have Mario Tennis. 
the new Mario Tennis on the Switch. Oh, cool. Uh, come that time, because nice. it comes out this Friday as well. So uh, Mario Kart and Mario Tennis, we'll have uh, some games on our laptops like Minecraft and uh, uh, Curse of the Necro Dancer and whatnot. We'll have Step Mania. We'll have... Did you really mean Necro Dancer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. it's, a, it's a game where you have to move on the beat of the oh, music. Oh, Necro Dancer. Yes. Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, we got Step Mania. We've got uh, Just Dance. Do you know they're still making Just Dance games for the Wii? No. Just the Wii. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they make them for every system, but they still put them out on the Wii. That's crazy. And the Wii ones still outsell the other ones. That's nuts. So, yeah, you can get twenty-eight uh, Just Dance 2018 for the Wii. Finally. We picked up 2015 and 2016. Yeah. Uh, the Wii hasn't been relevant in years, but no. Just Dance. And I going. think you could argue when it was relevant, it yeah. wasn't that relevant. Yeah. Um, so we'll have that on Tuesdays along with drop mix and some other stuff. And then on Thursdays, we've got craft and the first craft on the 28th at three is, uh, dinosaur footprints using Play-Doh and, uh, plaster mold. Nice. So it's pretty cool. Exciting so times. that's, that's not music themed unless we play the Jurassic Park music during that. I think that. you should. And we will. I think you definitely so. should. All right. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in. Like there's so many things going on this summer, so we hope you can come join us for some or all of those. Remember to like and share and rate and review the podcast with your friends. You can find us with on, your friends. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on uh, SoundCloud, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh-